Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Healing Me First podcast. Stories of breakthroughs, transformation, and healing. I am your host, Chef B, author, educator, health coach, raw plant-based chef, and owner of Inyansipo Wellness Institute. I happen to know some pretty amazing healers and health seekers, and I'm bringing their stories of healing, elevation, and introspection to you. I hope that you will be inspired as much as I am by these stories and will use them on your wellness journey. So tune in, y'all, and let's get to healing. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healing Me First uh, podcast, Stories of Breakthroughs, Transformation, and Healing. Today, our guest is the Happy Vegan Coach, (laughs) and we are talking all about the 10 Steps to Perfect Health. Welcome. Welcome, Happy Vegan Coach. Thank you, Chef B, and thank you for the opportunity of having me here, sharing the most valuable, credible information with our audience, with our valuable audience. And... um, um, you and I just want to congratulate you. You're doing such a good service to our community. You're such a graceful, positive person that you and your husband, I met him, and um, I really thank both of you for being who you are. Oh, merci, merci. We have the little, <laughs> well, I am not a native French speaker. I'm je parle un peu français. I only speak a little bit, but I know that you're fluent. <laughs> Yes, okay. just three three in Francais. You said you're still in Haiti and um, our first language is really French, even though 80% of the it's the people with money and in a certain, certain social class, they will speak French to differentiate themselves from uh, the poor people because the poor people can go to school. Under the dictator regime, you know, you wanted to keep the country uh, ignorant. So most people didn't go to school to learn anything. So um, on, until these days, like 20% of Haitian people speak French, but the French language is really the official language. Um, so really gateway, you know, we talk about in different spaces, barriers of entry, um, gateways. And as, a, as an educator, one of the gateways in education is mathematics. And really in certain countries, particularly those that have been colonized, the gateway is language and access to, you know, opportunities when you have uh, the dominant language. So thank you for sharing that. You know, I, I actually have a very good friend who's Haitian and um, she speaks a little, like, you know, you can understand, she en comprend en français, she understands French. But I do remember we were in college and she was actually taking French classes with me, even though, you know, her language is of French, right? <laughs> the space is right. French. So very interesting. So let's jump into it. I'm wondering, you know, um, you're beautiful, by the way. You're absolutely gorgeous. Your skin is glowing. We see you can take really good care of yourself and that you are really focused. That's your work around healing first and really showing people simple ways that they can really access plant-based foods, growing their own food, and just really focusing on their own internal work of being the best they can be as it relates to food and many other things. I'm wondering, you know, what's your journey? You know, we're both from Caribbean countries. You know, that's not always the topic of conversation in those places. Even though people think that, they think, oh, you're in the Caribbean. Oh, fruits, vegetables. But quite honestly, so many of these places, people are very unhealthy, right? They're very unhealthy. And the things that are available to them locally, they're not always taking full advantage of the foods that are available locally. So um, I don't know if you resonate with that. Um, um, I do. I do, actually. 
Like people will call me an island girl. And I said, but I don't know how to swim. I'm an island girl. <laughs> we don't know how to swim. Exactly. <laughs> I never lived near, near water. And uh, even if I did, my mother would never let us. The way the culture is, she would never let us. Um, the only reason I, I love fruits and vegetables, it's in my blood. It's because uh, when we were little, my father died when I was two. And my mother ended up with seven kids and she had to feed everyone. So we grew up on mangoes, avocados, oranges, and, um, you know, but I never see lettuce. I rarely see lettuce. The only lettuce I used to see when I was in Haiti was um, iceberg. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the iceberg is, is, the, is the lowest in all lettuce. So we have 32 different lettuce, lettuces. But iceberg, that doesn't mean it's not good. You shouldn't eat it because it still has fibers and some minerals and enzyme in it. However, Haiti, um, you know, has changed um, the, um, what do you call the gentrification. Everything has changed in Haiti where the, the higher forces, stronger forces, outside forces came in and changed our own culture. And they, they kill of chicken, they kill of pig, they kill um, the agriculture, the sugar cane and everything. And now they introduce, there was a time when I used to go in Haiti, I'm seeing the people selling turkey wings on the side of the street. And, and I was looking for lettuce everywhere I couldn't find it. And Haiti is an extremely fertile soil. The mm. soil is extremely fertile. There's no reason. But it was outside forces. We have um, factories in Haiti, people working for like uh, 50 cents an hour. And this is, a, this is crazy what's going on. It's, I don't even call it a country anymore. I call it a fragment of a country because it's, it's very fragmented because there is no structure. There's nothing. Um, so when I came, when I grew up, uh, I'm, I was already used uh, to, this, to fruits and vegetables. So when I came to the U.S., I came across, um, um, I came at when uh, White Castle, it was a burger company, Shen, I don't know, I think they're still around. I used to eat 10 of them because they used to be like 35 cents each burger and, and they're very tasty and, and very nice. You could eat them like that very quickly. And I spent a period of 15 years in junk food only until I came across uh, a book called Fit for Life, and I read that book, and I, that opened my eyes. I said, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, really? And then fruits and vegetables, and, and that's the only way you can really get perfect health? I said, well, I would like to have that because you don't need money to have that. The money I'm spending on all this junk food, I could spend them on fruit and vegetables, and I started that journey, and I started with, like, no point of return and with passion. And I used to wear makeup, a lot of makeup, fashion fairs, and, and used to be my favorite. And I, used to, I wouldn't go in the corner without putting cream on my face and fountain and powder. And, and, and I st after I started having this diet, because I used to have spots on my face and blackheads. And when I started this journey, my, stuff, my skin stopped cleaning up. And I said, what, what, what? This thing work. And, and when, this is why I always tell people, when you start small changes, small changes will, will lead to big changes. And big changes will lead down to big benefits, you know, health benefits in every way. But it wasn't my skin only that was changing. It was my inside, my liver, my kidneys. My pancreas, everything was getting cleaned. And since that day, I never wear cream on my face again, ever, for more than 30 years. I, the only thing I use, the last thing I use on my face was shea butter that I get from your uh, place. <laughs> I use the same thing, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I bought some shea butter, which it's, I think it's one of the best shea butter that I put on my skin. I, the last one I bought was from a guy from Senegal, in a bucket, and an African place. And 
and and between him and yours, yours is better because there there are so many varieties in in your place, and and I feel like the product you're selling is a product of of good conscience. It's not you're not just selling a product. You go there and you see the product and you put it back and to sell it to your people. So um, so since then, I developed a passion for health that is so great that um, I want. And also, when I saw King Hussein of Jordan in the 1980s, he died of uh, lymphatic cancer. And I said to myself, but I, I was, I read somewhere in one of, I was reading like crazy. I said, I read that um, lymphatic cancer, lymphatic, your lymphatic system is called garbage residue. Yes. This is where your, all the garbage sits on your body. So if you don't, flush out your body on a regular basis, um, it's going to build up and it's going to change into something else. And he, I said, my God, he died because he took chemotherapy. And the chemo is what really killed him. Not, because cancer is nothing but a message that the body is sending to you, telling you there is a problem. You are toxic. Yeah. You are extremely toxic. So what do you do when you are toxic? You detox. And that's what led me to, you know, the seven, the 10 steps to perfect health. And if somebody wants to be healthy, the first thing to do is to detox. And you, you, you know, you can't have a tune up or, um, or change your oil on your car until you take out the old oil. Mm-hmm. So, but another podcast, I'll tell you more about my youth, my life story, being, you know, uh, from a very poor girl in Haiti. Um, I've been, I, I raised myself uh, from, from the age of, I don't know, maybe from my, after my father died, you know, my mother, three, four, five years old, and I went, you know, to an orphanage, and from then I was on my own until this day. And, um, from being a beauty queen in Haiti, the queen of Haiti, my mother didn't even know. I was on major newspapers. And um, being a soccer player there, you know, I created the soccer team in Haiti, nobody knows. And um, came to the US, did all kind of job, and became um, the best chauffeur for the billionaires in New York. And from then, I learned, that's where I learned, because I was sitting a lot listening to CDs. There, was, there used to be a time, cassettes, and educate myself nonstop until I became a farmer. I went to California. I lived in California for eight years. I was doing internship on every farm. And, and after that, I went to Israel. Uh, I had an opportunity there. I had a very good job. I couldn't miss on it. Even that's not the place I want to be. But I went anyway. and. Uh, four years there, um, and I came to the U.S. three times a year for vacation and back, and I became a really good farmer. I, every time I have two days off, I, I spend it on the farm learning how to sprout, and because this is after I found out living food is the best food you can put in your body, living food. There's living food, there's raw food, there's vegan food and there is vegetarian and there's conventional food. So um, yeah, so that's that's where my passion has been for the more than thirty years: food and health. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, the stories. I I love it. I love the fact that you have been an explorer all these years and really going after and really seeking knowledge and um, through experiences and you know some of the conversations that we've had we were doing a lot of avid reading Um, you said to me i read everything (laughs) you have to you have to read everything so that you can be knowledgeable on on what's going on and you're so absolutely right so i really wanted to jump into these 10 steps to perfect health you mentioned the first one you said detoxification yeah, let's talk a little bit more about that, and then we'll get into the others. Okay. Um, I can't remember everything. I wrote it down. Um, 
What I said is before putting health food in your body, you need to clean out the excesses. Our body is like a car. When you change the oil, you must flush out the dirty oil and replace it with clean oil. Um, we can do supervised fast, water fasting at a clinic. There's one in uh, True North Health Center in California. And um, it's $169 uh, a day. They have uh, 10 medical doctors there. It's the best one I've known for the past 30 years. And it's, it's, they are what doctors should be. They, don't, they are medical doctors, but they don't, they don't use drugs or anything else. Um, or, you know, or pills to, to help the people clean out their body. If you cannot afford that, you can do a juice fast. And um, when I mean by juice fast, you can use watermelon with the skin and the seeds and you juice it. If you don't have a juicer, you can blend it and uh, strain it or you can drink it with the seeds because this nutrients and then that can really help you, especially men who have erectile dysfunction, dysfunction, erectile dysfunction. And um, also, if you cannot do that, you cannot do the juices. The, because when you have juices, you still have protein. You're still getting protein, vitamins, minerals, and fiber, some fiber. And um, if you cannot do that, you can just eat raw vegetables for a while. The detox is going to take longer, but it's going to happen. And um, you can eat these raw vegetables and fruits. And... Um, but your healing, whatever you're going through, is going to be slower, but it's, it's the body recognized because the body is highly intelligent. It knows. Whenever this is why you have pimples on your skin, this is when the liver is dirty. It can't do the work anymore. It's a message to the skin to take over. So now the skin is saying, okay, I'll take over. So now the skin is creating opening for the excess to come out. Mm -hmm. Because you don't need to do a lot. The body knows. We just have to get out of the body's way and let the body do its work. Because we live in a society that did not teach us any organ, organs of the body. Like I never remember anyone telling me about the liver, the kidney, what they do, and things like that. So. Uh, at, a, at this stage, day of age, we need to inquire, we need to be curious and passionate. That's the only way we're going to get help. You have to have passion for it. And with that passion, that will create curiosity and love for healthy foods. So we, we talked about detoxification. That's the first. What's the next? And the step one, the step two is is to you can't detox until you organize your kitchen. Mm -hmm. And um, like when I mean to organize your kitchen, it's important to get the essential because if you're a mechanic, you're gonna fix your car. You need the right tools to open the whatever to fix the car, and you need a juicer. And one of the best juicer is uh, the Samsung juicer. It's affordable. It's two hundred and twenty-nine dollars, but it's the lower um, RPM. Um, it does not create oxidation. There are no metals. There are no blades. It's just uh, uh, the hogger is in ceramic, and it's it's nice. If you cannot, if you don't want to get that, you can also get an Omega, which is the same system. Yeah. Um, the, the Omega, I think the NC800, you can get that. And you can get a vacuum blender. Uh, uh, a Vitamix blender is no longer in style. <laughs> it's the vacuum blenders because they don't create oxidation. When you have a Vitamix, it will blend everything very finely, um, but it's creating a lot of oxidation. You could either put some ice when you blend in to slow down the, the, the heating process. But there's a vacuum blender that there's a blender that's called vacuum blender. It's from a company called BioChef, and you can get it, um, and it's good. It's it it takes away the the oxygen from the blender, forty five seconds. 
and then you can blend after it's safe to blend. Um, there's a guy named John Kohler on YouTube. He did the de demo from discountjuicers.com. He did the demonstration with all uh, the vacuum blender and another blender, and the juice is like vibrant, vibrant, you know, color comparing to the other one where the, it, it, it clearly shows oxidation in the other juice. Um, and you need jars. You need, you need uh, mason jars, um, natural food processor, because if you're going to do fermentation, you need uh, your food processor to do it. And um, BPA-free plastic uh, containers, like I have here my jar. This is the messengers. They have the wide mouth and you have the small mouth. The wide mouth I have over there, I'll show it to you. I use my spots in it. You can use it for your water, you can use it for your juice, you can use it for your soup, you can use it for a salad. Put the dressing on the bottom, put the salad on the top. When you're ready to have your salad, you just shake your, your dressing and you eat your salad. Wherever, remember, wherever there is a will, there is a way. So now the jars, they come with this, um, they come with a different lid, with metal lids, but you're going to get your own lids. They sell them on Amazon or you can get them at Walmart. Um, you need a salad spinner because when you wash your lettuce, um, you need to dry them. And you, there's a technique. So today was an introduction of, you know, uh, to the 10 step to perfect health. The next show, I'll show you how to wash your vegetable or to organize the kitchen. You know, it will be like more of a visual. Today is just a theory. Um, and you need stainless steel cookware and uh, no Teflon in your kitchen because the Teflon is, um, is toxic. It's just a plastic they put on top, hard plastic, so your food would not stick, but it's extremely dangerous to your health. And, um, and that's it. So I don't know if you have anything to say, uh, Chef B, about step two. I'm going to go to step three. Is that okay? I thought that was... <laughs> I thought those were some additional steps, so that's fine. So detox was number one. Um, we also said um, organizing your kitchen was number organize two. Organize your kitchen. Yes. Organizing the kitchen is number two. Yes, I'm ready. Well, to I don't have to give detail if you don't want to. Um, but we can do a little, like this is perfect. Little detail is perfect. So we can go to number okay. three. This is good. Okay. Number three is to find a good supply chain, chain where you can buy your food organic, mm -hmm. where they don't have um, GMO. Um, even if you cannot afford organic, but try to find, to buy food that doesn't have uh, genetic, you know, that are not being genetically modified. And step four is check your gut health. Your gut health is everything in your life yeah. uh, because 80% of bacteria is in your gut and you need to make sure your gut is, you know, we have... Um, hundred trillions of bacteria in our body, more than body cells. And 80% of them are in our gut. So if that gut is loaded with uh, animal food and uh, processed food, it's going to build up bad bacteria. We need to eat food that is building good bacteria. Uh, stay away from alcohol also because alcohol will destroy uh, the, micro, the, 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 the friendly bacteria. Step five is get good sleep. It's important that you sleep good because when you're sleeping, the body is very busy at fixing everything inside. You're sleeping, but the body's working hard. It's like a little factory. And it's important that you sleep in an environment that is free of electronic and, and, and noise and also light. Your room must be really dark because if the eye detects light it's going to send it to the brain telling the brain it's daytime so the brain will never be the body will never be in the stage four ants on the third stage of sleeping of sleep which is the delta sleep that's the sleep that the body fix everything so it's always on stage one and floating stage, stage one stage two 
So it's important to keep your room healthy. Step six is um, clean, out, clean out your bathroom, you know. Um, a lot of people have a lot of perfume, antiperspirant. You need to perspire. Hairspray, uh, soap balls are not good. It's better to use liquid soap and uh, use a towel once. And all this stuff, your bathroom must be clean, must be healthy also. Every room in the house must be healthy. Uh, step seven, change your clothing often. Like if you wear something, watch, don't wear it again because your body press fire uh, in it. Don't use any lipstick with, you know, chemical, all that. No bras with wires, no tight socks, no moisturizer. Moisturizer is a big no-no. Uh, don't wear any legging and all these tight clothes. Step eight is um, electronics. Don't wear an Apple Watch. Um, don't put your cell phone on your body. Don't put the computer on your lap. Okay? Unplug the microwave in your kitchen. Step nine is um, eating habits. Mono meal is better than a bunch of meal together. Mono meal means one meal at a time. Every hour you can have a fruit, a different type. Your body does better with one single food. Um, you can make eating, you know, you know, you can make eating healthy by introducing one food at a time. Um, step 10 is uh, exercise. It's extremely important to exercise because, the, you know, the way I was at the beginning, I was talking about our lymphatic system. You need to keep the lymphatic system going into uh, floating around, moving around. You don't want to stay stagnant all day sitting in one chair and uh, also... It's important to be happy, to smile all the time. That's why I call myself the happy vegan coach because I smile with myself. Because when you smile, every cell in your body smiles. And a good attitude is important at every level. It's only gonna, it's gonna help humanity and it's gonna help you. And now whenever you smile, people see you smile, they smile back. And you can change the world one person at a time with just a smile. And, um, I love it. <laughs> so that's step 10. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, I wanted you to talk a little bit more about, um, I think it was step four. What was step four? Um, uh, step four. Um, what did we have to say? Uh, check your gut health. So I wanted to ask you about step four because... You know, when you said check your gut health, how does one check their gut health? So someone listening to this podcast, they're like, wait a minute, I have bumps on my face. You know, I, you know, I know that I eat a lot of meat, you know, what can, what are some signs that their gut needs some, some cleansing, they need some tuning up? Well, as you know, I'm not a doctor. I cannot, um, you know, diagnose or anything, but I know one thing. Uh, there's something called bad breath. Like if we have uh, wake up in the morning and every time there's a presence of bad smell, that means something is rotten somewhere. Something is not good. And, and um, whenever you have bad perspiration, uh, you know your, your body's, the body's toxic. When you have a tongue that is so white and uh, and uh, because the body is trying to detox. So that's a good way to know that your gut is good. And also when, you're, when your uh, fecal matter smell, and if you have constipation, you definitely have a bad gut, your gut, because something is, is backed up in your system. So if your colon is backed up, your stomach is gonna be backed up also. Your gut is right here. and. If everything is backed up there, it's going to back up here. It's going to build up a bunch of um, bad bacteria. If you're a meat eater, you definitely don't have a good gut. If you're an, any animal eater, you don't have a good gut. If you're eating processed food, you don't have a good gut. So, um, so these, these are the things you, we have to know about the gut. So when you now, if you want to get the gut into working again, into you have to create friendly bacteria, eat fermented food, and not all fermented food are made equal. You, do, you just don't go to a store and buy 
of fermented cabbage because it's fermented cabbage. You have to look if it's in a plastic because the plastic is going to leach BPA into your fermentation. Get them in glass jar. And also, I have a lady uh, that lives in Woodstock. She's, she grew up in a fermentation farm. She teaches on Zoom fermentation. You can create, all you do is you shred cabbage and, and uh, you put some sea vegetable in it. And there are jars that they sell at Amazon. There's one called Kilner, K-I-L-N-E-R. You get the jar, the perfect jar that will give you the perfect fermentation. Um, not all fermentation jars are, are good. So it, it releases, you know, it prevents oxygen from going into the fermentation by building bacteria. So you make sure you do it the right way. And people can always contact me and um, I can give them more information on that. But the thing is, it's important to eat your fermented cabbage. And use that. Just and, and raw food. And raw, and raw food. Yes. Every day, right? All day. <laughs> All day. Every you know, day. you know what you know Dr. Furman, right? Yes. Dr. Joe Furman. He's, one thing he said, I always remember, he said, everything you eat that is cooked, you eat it with something raw. Because the cooked food is not able, doesn't have enough enzyme. So your body is stealing your enzyme that you have as a reserve to break down that food. It's like the food came in with nothing. Yeah. So the body is saying, mm, I need help here to break down that food. That's because that food needs to be processed. So I'm going to take the reserve. So now your body has to work hard to make back the reserve. So that's why when that food is going, you eat it with some woman lettuce. They leave letters. And what I did, the gift I have in me is every country I go, I always find where the good uh, produce are. And they are always easy to find. You just have to look. You just have to have an interest. Like in Georgia, oh my God, mm -hmm. I find everything I need. Yeah. Everything. I know every store, and I've been here for two years. I, 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 you know, I left Israel and I came right here. For the first how did, time. How did you find out about Atlanta? I mean, not that Atlanta is not one of those places, but it's interesting. Like, you know, growing up from Guyana, people would come from Guyana to New York or they would go to like Canada. But I'm finding mm. there are a lot of Caribbean people who are leaving their homes and coming straight to Atlanta. I'm like, how did you know to come to Atlanta? So I'm wondering from Israel, because you were in California prior to that, Right. Why? Why? We wanted to buy a house in California, but even if you have cash money in your hand, houses in California were so expensive, and especially where we wanted to live in Southern California, like Laguna Niguel, Laguna Beach, that area. You couldn't find a realtor, could not find a house. I said, This is ridiculous. On top of that, California is not sustainable. It's not a place that they're getting the water from Colorado. They, 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 they don't, do not depend on themselves. It's beautiful, it's like paradise, but it's not sustainable. And there's fire all the time, there's earthquake and everything. So my husband wanted to be there, but I didn't want really to be there. I wanted to be in Florida because I'm a tropical girl and we are tropical being actually. And I, the realtor was messing up to find me. And then there was a huge hurricane that happened when I see people living you know, the, the bag in the back and they're running for their life. I said, oh, I don't want to go there. And my cousin live here. She said, why don't you come to Georgia? And the houses are big, they, they're cheap, and there's trees. And I said, that's not a bad idea. So that's how I end up here. So I took a few trips. Sometimes I just came for one day in the morning and I took a plane back <laughs> the night. So... um that's what happened because I had to, from Israel, they gave me like 12 days uh, vacation. So I have to go see my husband in California, come here, look for a house, and go see my kids in New York. So the time was very short. So didn't take me. So I had to, um, so that's what I did. I saved money in the job, come here, buy, buy a house. 
And when I came, when I got here, my cousin is not into health. So I had to find all the, with Googles, you find everything you want. And <laughs> I went to the GCAB and I went to Whole Food and Sprout and that's it. And, and even these days, Kroger's and, 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 um, and the other one, Publix, they have everything. They have an organic section. Yeah. They have all kinds of melons, you know, mangoes, everything. All the Caribbean food. Wherever there's a will, there's a way. If you want to be healthy, because the end result is you need to be healthy. In my house, I have all kind of fruits you could ever imagine. Right now, I have 50 mangoes. Woo. <laughs> I went to the Decab the other day. They had nine organic big mangoes for six dollars. Six dollars in the box. <laughs> so I took like seven boxes. Yes. Yeah. So you know, so, I would say you know. I love what you're talking about because really I think healing first and really thinking about being healthy is accessible to everybody. Kroger, Publix, you know, you also show people how they can regrow vegetables, regrow lettuce by just buying a little piece and then just putting it in water. So, you know, I think what you're saying is absolutely right on time it's accessible if you want it. That's the the thing. If you want to seek it out, it's there, it's available to you if you want it. And so, you know, for those of you who are listening, none of the things that we are talking about is is beyond you. It is absolutely available to you. It's a, a personal journey. And we know that for some of us, it's a challenge giving up things that we really enjoy. And, you know, there's so many food memories that people connect with. But in this day and age, yes, it's so important to, to seek help, <laughs> to, to, to do what you can do to make a start somewhere towards perfect health, because you can do it. And, you know, these things are very simple. They're not you know, it's just an interrogation of your environment and yourself. That's all I'm hearing you say. We have to look within ourselves to, to make these things come alive and to make these changes. I see it's raining outside on your patio. I know your vegetables and plants love Oh, that. yeah. You see what happened to my, uh, you see what's happening to my lettuce? They all, you see these lettuce? Yes. I, I have it. so many of them. They, they're swimming. There's so much rain last night. Yeah, yeah. And um, I have probably uh, 300 lettuce outside, trees outside. What happened when the, the lettuce is, I plant them when I, I, I took the leaves off and the lettuce is so intelligent, it realizes that it's going to die. There's no more life force. It makes seeds. Mm -hmm. So that I got so many seeds outside in the porch there of lettuce, and um, and all these seeds they create new lettuce. So in, even in your own kitchen, in your own porch, you you can grow food. So I create seed from new seeds from my plant. I know I learn how to plant them, and they create seeds, and I use these seeds to replant again. Beautiful. And you, by the way, you can buy a head of lettuce at Kroger's and, and plant it. You, you take the leaves and you, you, you use the little heart of the lettuce, you will plant it and it's going to grow. Even if it does, it will never die. It will make more seeds. Wow. So you put it in water? Do you take, you cut You can put it in water first. You can put it in water. Um, I can give you a demo now if you want. Yeah, show us. Show us very quickly. That would be wonderful. Yeah. How beautiful. As you can see, um, that's what I was talking about. Uh, um, cabinets. Like my cabinets, you know, they are all organized with my job. You have to have 
a well-organized um, cabinet, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. So, what was I gonna show you again? Uh, the, oh, the letters. Yeah, just how you sprout. Okay. Or basically keep the lettuce alive by. So this is one of the survival food. Um, we can have, you see the three little stand here? Yeah. I saw this yesterday, Shelby. Wow. Just yesterday. Are they sprouting that fast? Yesterday, this morning, I turned them upside down. Amazing. And as you see? Yes, those are mug beans. I love them. Yeah. And these are the food we need to have in survival time, you know, if we want to survive, because you, we can use these seeds and keep them in our freezer yes. for two years, mm-hmm. and it will sprout when you're ready to use it. Wow. And even if it's not in your freezer, it can last for a long time. And uh, let me show you. Like next time we do a show, we can always do it on uh, show you the fridge. Our fridge should be organized so you can stay healthy. Because like you see right now, I went to my fridge and I pick up my lettuce. Mm-hmm. It's already washed and it's in, uh, I put them in bed. They like to go to bed. I put it in bed. And then I'm going to show you how I'm going to wake them up. So for those of you who are listening, the Happy Vegan Coach has this beautiful, large plastic container that she has in her refrigerator. And if you can imagine, the plastic container is large and she has uh, red leaf, she has collard greens, she has romaine lettuce. They're all in this container. And there's also some paper towels just to keep them moist. And by the way, uh, these containers, they are 2.5 gallon size. And, and you can find them at Kroger's and Walmart. They are BPA free. Nice. And you see this? This has been on my fridge. I've been playing around with it for like three weeks. You wow. see, it's, it stays so fresh. vibrant. So vibrant, yeah. Okay. So what I can do, since I'm going to be making lettuce juice, and the reason why I'm going to make lettuce juice, I like to make lettuce juice, is because, oh, before I do that, this is a a green leaf woman, and this is a red woman. Yes. Yes. Which one is more nutritious? The red one. Yes. This used to be big. This one used to be big and green. I took the leaves out because... I don't like to take the leaves out of my lettuce. So uh, the reason why this is more nutritious, this is as the green and the red. Yes. But the only place you can find this is at Sprout. You know, Sprout Farmer's Market. They are the only one who have the red one. Wow. You, can, you so, don't see those at the, uh, the Cap Farmer's Market? No, they have uh, the Decap Farmers Market. They have uh, the curly one. They have the green leaf, um, the green leaf red lettuce. But this is the woman. They don't have the red woman like that. Nice. Okay. So and they also have the hydroponic red one in that yeah. little container. But the hydroponic is not a good way to eat. You're not getting enough nutrients in your in your in your vegetable. Nice. In all the women, in all the letters, these these two, they are the most nutritious. And after these two, you get the uh, green leaf. You get the green leaf, you have the red leaf, you have the um, Boston, the butter, and all of these kinds. So um so I'm gonna take uh, everything out. Let me turn on the lights. So what Happy Vegan Coach is doing now, she's actually pulling all the leaves off of the lettuce. And so if you can imagine a beautiful head of red leaf lettuce 
It's very, it's elongated. It has a dark color, like a dark purplish color towards the tip of the leaf. And then as you get to the base, it's green. So she's just pulling all the leaves off. And then you basically have like a root, right? You have this beautiful root that's left. And so what are we gonna do with that root? I am going to put it in this um, jar. See, put it in the jar. Yep. Put some water. So we put it in a glass yep. jar. Water spring water. And I just want to also say for those of you who are listening, we do have the, some of the leaves that are still left over. So they're just some baby leaves that are left over. And then we just put it inside of the glass jar, maybe about three quarters full. And, and after two days, it's going to create new roots. And then you put it under. What's important? You don't need a green tongue or anything. What's important? The, um, the soil must be rich. Mm -hmm. Okay? And we have to start living in harmony with nature. Because when I have a bucket of worm outside, there's probably a million worms in it, big worms. Mm -hmm. They poop after I finish with my watermelon pulp. I give it to them, they eat, they poop. And that poop is the most nutritious food you could ever give to a plant. Yes. So when I have friends who come in and I show them the worm, they go, yucky, yucky, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I used to be one of these people too. Still. <laughs> I mean, if you tell Haitian people from my country, if you say the word snake, they start jumping. They don't even want to hear about that word. <laughs> and I was one of them. So I told my girlfriend the other day, I saw a snake. She said, oh my God, I'll never come to your house. Never. <laughs> you know, I said, listen, I used to be very afraid of snakes, but I have to learn to know them. So I, I found out that the, the snake that I saw behind my house, they are black snakes. They eat the bad snakes. Yeah. They are, my, they are protecting me, actually. They're friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So these little worms, they, they're nourishing my vegetable. Why do you take all my lettuce from out very well? I never have a problem with anything that I, I plant because of the poop from the uh, end, so from the worms. So now this is going to, can you believe, Chef B? I'm going to show you something else that's very all right, so she's headed over to her. In my fridge, I have everything washed. I have my celery, my spinach, everything is washed. So when I wake up in the morning, I come here, it takes me three minutes to make a juice. <laughs> yes. So this is, this, you know, I was involved in the fair, in the mystic fair, and so I was so busy over the weekend. I was supposed to plant this. Uh, what do you think this is, this vegetable? This is... Uh, is that some cilantro? No, I mean, it's hard for you to see, I know. It looks like cilantro, but it's watercress. watercress. I was going to say watercress next, yes. Yeah. When I was in Israel, you know, I, you see this? I had, like, the old kitchen filled up with watercress farming, and I didn't know what to do with them. You see this little hair here? I see it, yeah. I don't know if you can see it right there, that it. little hair, okay? If you put it, uh, if you put the watercress in water, uh, after two days, it's going to make new hair, new roots is going to come out. Yeah. And this is a 99 cents watercress. Yeah. You can transform that 99 cents watercress into a huge farm. Yes, yes. Okay? Yes. And it's, it's so easy that, that to do these things. So this is where my passion is, into things like this, into sprouting uh, things. Like this, this mung bean, what I do with it, I put it with mango. All the 60-something mango that I got, I 
put them in the blender with a little water, and I got myself such a wonderful smoothie loaded with protein, yeah. fiber, yeah. enzyme. This is a life. Yeah. There's nothing higher than a food that is living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for sharing your wisdom yeah i appreciate you so much and i appreciate the work that you're doing you know i think it's super important that we in the community you know are respective of various places because you come with your knowledge of your space and where you're from to a new place and i think it's important that you know our knowledges come together to share, because I think, you know, oftentimes in America, people don't have all the full perspective. They don't see how difficult things can be in other places. And so we take things for granted. So I love how you're demonstrating that this little bit of plant that you have that you spend a dollar for, you can multiply, it's multiplicity. You can multiply it and you can create something new, bigger and better that's sustainable to feed yourself and to feed your family. So I think we, we have to think that way. And I know for many people, we've just been out of training in terms of thinking sustainably. And now we're being forced to think that way. So I absolutely appreciate your steps to perfect health and you giving us that demonstration. How can people connect with you, Happy Vision, Vision Coach? Um. Well, um, I the best way to connect with me is uh, my um, website, uh, happyvegancoach.com. And also I have my YouTube, Happy Vegan Coach. And also I have my Facebook page, Yolan Smith. And my Instagram page is Happy Vegan Coach. And uh, my phone number is... Uh, Seven seven zero nine one two four two three six. Wonderful. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are listening, you can always check out our podcast episodes on YouTube, and we're also on Anchor and Spotify. You can also see our offerings at Chef B. That's with three E's. dot com, and that stands for Be Empowered, Energized, and Engaged. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today to our podcast episode. Thank you so much, Yolan. We appreciate you so much for your knowledge and expertise Thank and sharing you. it with the world. Thank you for inviting me. You're a great host. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you are looking to transition to a plant-based diet and are in need of support with your meals, then visit EssentialMealsToGo.com and check out our services. We offer three-day, four-day, and five-day plans. Elevate your meals today and visit EssentialMealsTheNumber2Go.com to learn more.